Hey y'all, this is Captain the Free. And Mr. Cornerstone. And you are listening to another episode of the Becoming, Becoming One Podcast. Podcast. Hey y'all. What up though? Welcome back for the listeners who have been rocking with us from day one or day two or even day three. And welcome for the first time listeners. We appreciate you for tuning in to the Becoming One Podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. Just want to let you guys know that we are all a part of this conversation. So please feel free. Just take a seat, relax, get in this with us. Right, right, right. And by the way, my real name, this is Mr. Cornerstone. My real name is Travis for all the new listeners. Oh, my my name is Monet. It's spelled like Monday, but without the D. They used to call it money. They actually did in school, middle school, money face. It was weird. Anyway, so y'all. For those of you who've been listening, you already know what I'm about to do. But for the first time listeners, just know every episode, I'm going to hit you with a quote. All right. So this is the quote of the day. This quote says, it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Frederick Douglass. What you think? I think that's big facts. That's with children, you start off with a blank slate. Uh-huh. With a broken man, you got to chisel down all the, the things that are set up to protect what's broken. And then you can fix what's broken. And then you have to build. Mm-hmm. You think we do a lot of that in society today? Do a lot of fixing what's broken? Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. I think most of the problems come out of fixing broken people. Mm. There's deep thoughts right there. Um, I don't, I know that the quote says broken men, but I mean, this could be applied to anybody in any situation or circumstance. Um, there is, as far as building strong children, I just think part of the problem is that there's a lot of broken people, broken men trying to build stronger or strong children and they don't know how. So they end up building something that's for lack of a better phrase, broken, so to speak. So you're building something, but you're not letting, letting it set and there's cracks and all these different issues. And so what you think might be strong may actually be fragile, you know, hairline fractures and such things of that nature. So, um, think the quote it, it speaks a lot of truth to where people are right now even though you know Frederick Douglass no, was way back when when he when he said that, that so, was way while ago way while ago so yeah I, I think it resonates with present day um, issues and circumstances and it's definitely easier to build something from the ground up rather than to try and go back and fix or repair something so right. especially a person and a mindset so right yeah so how you doing today money today i am tired um i've been up since well i woke up at like 4 20 that's when Aaliyah woke up and then the alarm was set for 4 50 4 45 your alarm was set for 4 45 my alarm was set for 4 50 oh, okay but you know such is life so i've been up since then and uh with the children all day it's you, you don't realize how much you clean until you literally are cleaning up every time you feed them, which if you feed them in the morning right. for breakfast and then snack and then lunch and then snack and then dinner, I, I'm literally sweeping 
multiple. I mean, it's, it's one thing to sweep a couple times a day, but this is multiple because I got to think about ants. You know, I don't like ants. I don't want to see them. So I have to sweep constantly. And then Atara is a messy eater. So I have to wipe her off all the time. Atara basically has to be bathed. She basically has to be somebody shooting some big rockets outside. Fireworks. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Atara basically has that's not a firework. Maybe they have a gun range anyway. in the back of their house. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> a tar basically has to be bathed while or after she's eating. And it, it, and I it's try to disgusting. be mindful. It and you've asked me before, like, well, do you not like, do you not like feeding her? For some reason, I, th- I feel like most of the time they team up against me with this whole feeding eating situation. Because most of the time, I'm feeding Aaliyah when it's time for them to eat. And so, if my hands weren't as small and my arms were a little bit longer, I probably would feel more comfortable just holding her and feeding her while I feed Atara with the other hand. I'm not that smooth. I'm not that poised. I don't want to drop her. I'm just keeping it real. So, I would rather sit down and try to feed her. But Atara, when she feed herself, it get everywhere. In her hair, on her face, in the seat, everywhere. So I'm literally wiping her off in the chair and then cleaning the floor. So, you know, just that alone is exhausting because it's all day. But then I have to constantly clean up after them when you tell them to clean up after themselves, but then they don't do it right. So yeah, I'm Especially tired. if I'm working late. I'm tired. Um, it's pretty normal in the season though. Uh, it's just temporary, you know? One day I'm gonna look up and everybody's gonna be all self-sufficient and whatnot. And then I'm gonna have to tell them to do their laundry, so. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm tired, but I'm making it. So, got up. Just gonna make it. Oh, just gonna make it. Trey songs way back nah, in the day. Nah. You remember that song? No, nah, I don't. <laughs> Listeners, I know somebody out there know what I'm talking about. It's an old song. Okay. Way back well, then. anyway, so I'm all right. I uh, just been working today. Got a little migraine because of the screen time on my laptop working. Uh, definitely wasn't listening to Trey songs. <laughs> but, you know, we, we're doing what we got to do to get where we want to go. And that's good for me. So I'm excited about it. Even with being tired, I'm excited about everything. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me that I am tired. Uh, but what matters to me is that we're making progress. Mm-hmm. So big facts. So I think I think in every area of our life we've made some significant strides, which is what matters to me. So if being tired comes with making those strides, which eventually eventually gets us to a place where we are as tired, then that's what matters to me. Mm. That makes sense. It does that? make sense, and I think for me. I don't think it's just the being tired thing. It's knowing that I'm going to have interrupted sleep. That's what. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, even when she woke up, because she woke up once and then I didn't get up. I don't I don't know what happened. That's because we had just went to sleep. She she started getting up or whining. I thought part of me thought I might have got up and fed her. I don't even remember y'all. It's blurry, but I know I unplugged the monitor at some point or turned it off. But then she went back to sleep. So I was like, all right, whatever. But she slept through the night a handful of times. I'm going to say maybe five or seven. I'm going to say seven to be nice. I'm pretty sure it was five or less since she's been born. 
she was born in December, y'all. So yeah, we've been awakened at least once a night since basically December. So yeah. I mean, that's, you know, this is the last thing I'll say about it, but that's pretty good. Not complaining. Just, you know, stating facts. Yeah. Folks. But, um, yeah. Today, moving on. Today we're talking about, or we're further diving into the conversation of this manhood piece and moving from boyhood to, into manhood. Last two episodes was a conversation about significance. Whoa, Monet, do you want to give the, the it recap? Was, it was about the significance of a man and how in society women and children are valued simply for existing. But it's like a man has to constantly be giving of himself doing something for someone else's gain or benefit in order for him to have significance or value or worth according to society standards. Right. And so the, the question was, does a man have inherent value? You know, like Monet said, women and children are basically given value for existing. Well, does a man have inherent value? And it's kind of almost like the thought like during war times, it's or if you're on a ship and it was attacked, women and children first, first, which is honorable. Or, you know, the men go off to fight. You know, they are, they're the ones that have to be sacrificed, sacrificed or ready to die, you know, X, Y and Z. Right. So it's almost that same type of thinking that if a man isn't in a position to give everything that he is to his family, then he isn't a man at all. Which I think to, to even or say that. Or he doesn't that, have value, rather. But to even say that, though, there, there are a lot of men who are not... They don't have... Like, they haven't had children and they don't... They, they might not be married or... You think of men in history who might have done something great and significant and may not have had a family themselves, but that doesn't make what they did or the people that they impacted, that doesn't make their footprint on this earth any less effective, which I feel like a lot of times in society, nobody's thinking about those people. Right. Nobody's like, they're like an afterthought. Like somebody has to bring it up like, Hey, what about these guys? And it's like, Oh yeah. Well, okay. I guess they did something that was worth mentioning after the fact (laughs) and that makes no sense to me like there's a whole slew of people who are not married who have no children who have significant footprints that they are you know leaving behind right and it doesn't even have to be on like a global scale it could be within their neighborhood or community um it could be within uh, one house even if it even if it's just with their parents right you know but it doesn't have to be that they or rather they have their life has value outside of giving. Yes. And they are just as deserving to receive and still have value. Mm-hmm. Right. So Father's Day is coming up and I saw this. Um, it wasn't a meme. It was just a picture comparing two hamburgers. One. And I've never had a hamburger like this. Uh, don't really plan on having one at this point in life, but. It was a hamburger and had like your nice gourmet burger or beef or rather whatever you would call it, but it looked gourmet. It had the gourmet bun. It had, you know, this nice green lettuce and then it had like a lobster claw sitting on the side and they said, this is Mother's Day. And then add another one that was like an old beat up McDonald's hamburger. <laughs> no Smashed cheese, no nothing. Up. It was 
had like a gray black background and it was like this is what Father's Day is you know it's kind of like the men are uh, are just giving something like hey thank you thanks for being here and the, the women are are put up on this pedestal like you've birthed my children you deserve the world you deserve the moon I'll give you the sun and the stars you are everything right which I get because you're everything to the husband and then you're everything to the children right but then where does that leave the man does that make sense it, it kind of I, i'm wondering like why it, is this a societal stance of the mother is everything to the children or is this just like something that i'm just like oblivious to i think it just has to be taught like we in the last two episodes we talked about that changing uh stance of where men fit into the family mm -hmm. and before men all they did was work right Right, right. Now they're more of a part of the family. They're more involved in At home. raising the children. They're more involved in everything. Cooking, cleaning, family time, uh, whatever, outdoors time, exercise, whatever. They're more involved now than they have ever been. Right? Right. So that, that idea, I believe, comes from that, well, if you're not here, because if... If the man isn't involved and they're always working or they're always in another part of the house, they're not building a relationship with the kids. So who are the kids hanging off of? They're hanging off of the mother. So the kids are, you know, attached to this mom and the mother becomes everything. But the mother is also a wife who is everything to the father. So in theory, though, wouldn't the father, wouldn't the man be everything to the mother, though? Right. Or is... So he's everything to somebody though. Right. But it isn't shown. It's like we get like ties. Oh, get, you mean in that aspect. Okay. We get ties and shirts. And I think the thinking is, well, it's Father's Day. It's not like the anniversary or things of that nature. But just like how I'm teaching TJ to honor you and his sisters as one woman and as you because his sisters, my daughters, ain't nobody. They ain't mother to nobody right now. They're my daughters, <laughs> my babies. But they're teaching him to honor you as a mother. Mm -hmm. I don't think that the same thing happens for men. I don't think that children are taught to honor their fathers. Do you think, well, like, okay. When I look at it like that, part of me wonders if that's just a ripple effect. And I'm just, I, I guess from what I've seen, I, I'm attesting to the uh, African-American or black household. I don't know how it's been in other households, but I'm wondering if that's just a ripple effect of like when you go back to like slavery and then mass incarceration and things like that. If there's this is constant absence in this particular community, where would that have been taught? What do you, what do you mean? So in terms of honoring a father right. if there is an absence of a father for whatever the reason might be because mm -hmm. i mean there are some instances across the board where some women just make the decision for multiple reasons to not have the father in that child's life right so if there's an absence of a father in what way can that child then be shown or demonstrated what it looks like to honor a father if the father is not there if the father is not present 
um, he hasn't been around, he isn't around, then I don't think that you can show him how to honor their paternal father, right? Mm-hmm. But that child is still looking for a father, right? A figure, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. So he could honor somebody, whoever is going to step into that place as helping to raise this child. And I'm saying there may just be a disconnect because you you mentioned before, like you have to get to know this person. Right. And if there's that disconnect from, well, technically he lives in the house, but he's not really here all the time because he's working or he's gone for whatever reason. So there's that lack of communication and getting to know this person for whatever reason. And so I guess just the assumed gift is like, well, we should get him something because we want to show him that we care mm-hmm. versus I want to really get him something that speaks to him, something he likes, something that he's been thinking about. I, I just think the mindset is different. But like I said before, I just kind of also feel like with mothers, the same token of thought might be, oh, we want to get her something to show we appreciate her. I feel like the the bar as far as the price and the, the style of gifts is a little bit more lavish but I partially think that the thinking is the same because a lot of times, not always, but I feel like a lot of times the giftings are just kind of like the staples. So for Father's Day, it's the ties, it's the power tools. Right. Mother's Day, it's always chocolates, flowers, something like that. Well, I think that men are taught to pursue, right? Okay. They're natural pursuers like to go after Right. To pursue this woman even after marriage. Right. Right. So I think that that comes out of like those gifts are birthed out of that pursuit. Like this is how you pursue. This is how you win uh, a woman over. And they use that gift of especially if they're already in this position. I'm only for me, I'm only talking to married couples right now. Because if you if we talk about men in general, right, just the whole aspect of men, then there's a lot of different layers that you can pretty much dive into because men need different things at different stages of their life. Like Mm -hmm. you can't treat a man that you're not in a current relationship with, even if it is like the father of your children, you can't treat him the same as if you were to treat a man that you're in a relationship with and you can't treat him the same as a man that you're married to but a lot of people do that's out of order yeah you and you can't do that but it is happening i realize it's happening but you can't <laughs> do that and that's why i'm only talking to the people that are married as far as the perspective that i'm coming from is this is where you can apply this information is to a married person one that we're we're going to assume the one that you trust mm-hmm. one that you have said that this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with because you can't take that same mindset and apply it to the other two because you're not in that position yet mm-hmm. and you're going to mess your life up trying to mm-hmm. get what I'm saying. I do. So uh, we'll say that this guy and girl are already married, right? Mm-hmm. Or let's, let's just look at us. Like it's not like when I was pursuing you, to get you in a relationship, <laughs> it was uh, 
like one way, like that one way street, pursue, pursue, pursue. Mm -hmm. So I know what it looks like to pursue a relationship with you so that naturally I can teach that to TJ to show you this is how you show appreciation. Why are you keep picking at your name? You leave me alone and talk. These people don't care about my nails. Yeah, but I do. So like I showed TJ, like, this is how you pursue a relationship and show appreciation to somebody that you care about. But if you're not a natural pursuer, if you're not somebody who pursues and you're like a natural giver, then you don't automatically go to, well, this is how you would show this person person appreciation. Because one thing that men have learned subconsciously, I would say, or one thing that I would put in, in my circle of men that we have learned subconsciously, even without reading like the five love language book, is that I don't give you a gift based off of what I like. Right. That's oh, and people do that. And it's the craziest thing ever. Well, I mean, like even in our relationship, like you would give me cards, mm -hmm. but I'm not like a, a card person. I don't give you cards because I like cards. I give you cards because I feel awkward to not give you some type of tangible. This is for me to you. Even in the beginning. Though. I didn't think you like cards, but you gave them to me. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think I, I give people cards, but I don't actually like example. Who keeps their cards besides weird people like me? That's what I'm saying. A lot like, of people I don't care anything about cards. Right. So, like, for a card gift for that, for me, it's like, oh, okay, cool. You get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So, oh, thank you so much. I'm just going <laughs> to put this over here. But, but I know that I have to learn what you like and then give a gift off of what you like. But we also know, which has been learned, because I remember I, oh, it came from the heart, but there were some gifts that I gave you and you were like, oh, thank you so much. This is, this is, this is something versus, okay, I know Travis really wants this, um, like the Fitbit. You, you wanted the, the, whatever that Fitbit watch was. I don't remember which, uh, Icon, iconic. Yeah, the iconic. That, iconic? it was, yeah. that was something that I knew you wanted. Right. So that made sense. Right. Getting you a comedy DVD of Christian comedians who really weren't that funny. Right. Not that great. Of I don't kids. think I ever opened that either. I don't think you did. So I don't know if they were funny or not. I'm pretty sure they weren't. Just the packaging alone was like, oh, this looks low budget to me. Yeah. I mean, but I, I knew remember. you liked comedians. Right. This Which, was back in the early days. And that's when I was like, okay, I, that goes back to I get what she was trying to do. Yeah, I just I missed the mark. But it, like, so going back into it, it's like, I know that these are some of the things that you like. So I can teach, you know, give this person this. I don't think that the same thing for many men, that type of effort is put into it for them. But because who would be teaching that though? How do you? You would. The mother would. No, no. Okay. So, never mind. We're not gonna go there. What? I was gonna say. So, for in my in my life, for my example, who would have? But then we're not gonna. Just gonna leave that alone. <laughs> so the mother, <laughs> the mother would show that same thing for the father, mm -hmm. like, and they would they would have to put. 
because one thing that we're not going to do, and I'm being more candid here than I am in my actual life. Like I don't talk about myself like this. I don't bring up these type of things. It's like pulling teeth. Yeah, because it's what we're supposed to do. And you don't get a reward. Men, I'll say men don't get a reward based off of what they're supposed to do. What do women get rewards for? Giving birth, having what, babies. What's the reward? We, like <laughs> you, y'all get the parties if we're, and I'm not saying it's little, but I'm saying like y'all, y'all get thrown these parties. The baby showers? It, it, it could be baby showers. It could be the push gifts. Uh, it could be, you know, all these different extravaganzas. I'll you name two things because outside of those, I, I, I don't think there's anything else. I mean, that's just one example. That's I, just off the top of my head to give mm-hmm. birth. It's not like I sat and, and thought about, oh, well, women get. I don't know what kind of research you'll be doing when I'm not around. <laughs> anyway, for for you existing, mm-hmm. right? Coming from us on our end, we do our best to give to you for you just being and exist for you existing. A just because gift, right? Mm-hmm. Like when when we didn't have, you know, more as much direction as we had in our life right now. Yeah. And we just had the quote unquote extra money. Mm-hmm. I was randomly buying flowers and things of that nature just because. Yeah. Right. And I probably need to get back into it, but and put it back into the budget. But Joe's just because gifts. Mm-hmm. Right. But that was just because you existed. Like you're doing well. I see you. I see you in your womanhood, right? Mm-hmm. Because you exist and you stand in my life, and you're a a valuable woman in my life. I'm going to do and or give to you. And I feel like just the way that life and society is structured, it's easier for men to find and buy these little just because gifts. Because that's not funny, but if I brought you some flowers, I don't really know how that would. I don't know how you. Yeah, I don't want flowers. See, that's what I'm saying. And I know that there are things that you would like, but these are not small things. These you don't like you, which is not a big deal. It's not a bad thing. But the things that you like, it's like, hmm, that would require putting it in the budget first. I can't just randomly out of the blue just buy this. What about like a bag of chips? I was thinking about you. But see, then when I think about the bag of chips, I know. But when I even when I think about the bag of chips, I feel like, okay, if I buy these, am I technically sabotaging the progress he's trying to make? Because I know he's been talking about wanting to get into shape. Okay, well, like I'll be at the store thinking about getting stuff and then I don't get it. I don't put it in the buggy because I'm like, I don't want to do this to him. You can replace a bag of chips with just about anything, though. Like it doesn't have to be just thinking about you isn't a extravaganza. Or it could be, and you make the room for the gift within the budget, and it shows up, I don't know, six months, three months, whatever it is. Right? Mm. Like That's how we have to think. How do I get this while still going forward? Mm-hmm. So we make the adjustments so that we can get what we want as the just because. Mm. I heard one time that in order to be truly uh 
what is it, spontaneous, mm -hmm. it takes an extreme amount of planning. I think that's dope though. Right? Yeah. So you put yourself in position to get what you want in the moment. Right. So you budget for yourself to be spontaneous. Right. Which is dope. So I'll say that, you know, I'm going to hit Monet something at this amount of time, in this time. Mm -hmm. So I put together my money and then I say, okay, well, this is how much money I have. Now I'm going to go get Monet something. I have no clue what I'm going to get, <laughs> but I'm going to go get Monet something. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. That same, that same effort has to be put into the man as far as... You know, showing him that appreciation mm -hmm. because he, if he, he's doing, I'm just, we're just going to say he's doing what he's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. He's not asking for, you know, you to like bow down at his feet. Oh, <laughs> you, you're keeping the budget on track. Oh, our <laughs> retirement is good. Oh, hell, you know, whatever the name is, this, he's not asking you to bow down <laughs> at his feet. But it would be nice. It would be dope to be seen mm -hmm. doing what he's doing. Yeah. Right. Like you're the main person that cooks in this house. Mm -hmm. You hear thank you at every meal. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. When have I been thanked for working? It's a long pause. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Right. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that it's your job to cook, but that's what you do as far as part of this family. That's mm -hmm. part of what you do for this family. And you can you you make thank yous awkward sometimes though. How? Because when someone says thank you to you, and I don't know why, but you be wanting the explanation behind any compliment, any thank you, any I appreciate you. You be needing like the whole dissertation. And I don't know why, but sometimes when I be talking to you, I start talking and then I just be, I end up, I end up on a different planet. I don't be know what be happening. My words get all jumbled and I don't even make a sense after like five sentences. Don't make a sense. I don't know. But when you say something to someone like, oh, I like your hair. Oh, hey, thanks for doing that. I appreciate that. What do they say? Thank you. And what do they do? They keep it moving. You be wanting to, what is that? What do you mean? And it's the it's the the tone, the body language, and the facial expressions where it's like, this. I, I was just saying thank you, man. Like I, I, I just wanted to know I appreciate you. But here's the reason, though. It's like I actually care about why you're telling me thank you. Mm -hmm. I could just say, oh, thanks for the compliment, and I can move about my day. But then your compliment doesn't mean anything mm -hmm. besides, oh, they, they they like my hair. Why do you like my hair? What about like y'all? I told Travis that I appreciated him, right? Yeah. I told him I appreciated him because um, I was I was looking at my my weight loss progress, right? And so I just wanted to tell him that I appreciated him, and then he was like, well, "Why? Where is this coming from?" Like. I'm just trying to say thank you but but hear hear this if i just walked up to you and you i said i appreciate you and then you said thank you how does that help you help me yeah how does that help you what do, what do i appreciate but see even if i would have said you helped me you know with my weight loss you still want more that's yeah. not enough for you it's not 
Because if, and I've said this in the past two episodes, I know, I don't know which one, but I've said this in the past two episodes, but when you thank or when you give a man a compliment and you tell him he's doing a good job at X, Y, and Z, he continues to do that. Mm, maybe I shouldn't have said nothing then. What? Because remember, I was telling you, I appreciated you for getting on my nerves. Yeah. I don't like when you get on my nerves, so. You don't, you don't like a lot of things, so. <laughs> I do. I like something. Yeah, okay. So, if if you if you come up to me and you say, I appreciate you, to me, I could I could just say, oh, thank you. Well, okay. Like, if, if you make some food and I say, thank you for cooking, you just be like, oh, you're welcome. But you said what you're thankful for. Thank you for cooking. I know what you're talking about. You're welcome. But if you just come up to me and you said, I appreciate you. But even after I, I explain what, what I appreciated you for, you wanted further details. Where is this coming from? <laughs> it's not specific goodness. enough. You, if you say thank you for cooking, I just cooked a meal. I know what I cooked. She must have liked what I cooked. That's specific. If you say thank you for helping me lose weight. Well, what did I do that you appreciated help that helped you lose weight? What about that act? What about what I did helped you? I want to know what helped you. Mm-hmm. So you you have to you have to dive a little bit deeper into what you're appreciating. Mm-hmm. Like if I tell you that you're doing a good job, I specifically tell you this is what you're doing. This is what I liked. I think you did a good job at doing this. But if you go up to a man and you just say, hey, thank you. You're not helping that guy with anything. It's like you're I understand the premise behind it. It's like, yeah, I want to I want to thank him. I want to make him feel good. But what what does he what does he know make that you you're, feel good? That's what she said. Anyway. Oh my what goodness. Does, what does he know? What does he know that you're thankful for? Right? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're thankful for what he's doing, if you're thankful for who he is, then tell him specifically what it is. Because anybody in the world could just say thank you and not mean it. But if you mean it, tell him specifically what you're thankful for. What is he doing? That you're thankful for what he's doing so that he can continue to do that. And not minimize whatever it is that the person is saying thank you for or telling you you did a good job at. What do you what do you, what do you mean? I'm just saying, if someone gives you a compliment, don't try to minimize it. Somebody says thank you for something, don't try to minimize it. Just say, Wow, okay. Thanks. Right. Don't try to be like, whoa, whoa, wasn't it big? Take the compliment. No, it is a big deal. Take the compliment. It's a huge deal. That's what it is. But be specific. And, you know, with Father's Day coming up, if you can, get them something that uh, matches your thanks, your thankfulness, or something that represents how thankful you are, or something that represents to how much you're on his mind. Something that is meaningful that he can take away that tells him that he means something in your life. I could go get a random father a tie. Right? You could. And he could say thank you. Right? 
You could, yeah. But you're in a relationship. I'm not speaking to you, but you know, people, you're in a relationship with this man. Mm-hmm. If you get him a tie, does he even wear ties? Like, let's yeah, let's be realistic. I mean, no, people switch. No, you know, some people love ties. But anyway, if you get him a tie, make sure it's a tie that, you know, he likes and one that actually could mean something in his life or give him a reason why he got that tie. Something that he can take away of I actually mean something to this person. If he beyond don't wear something ties, the surface level. Don't get no ties. Just don't do it. You understand what I'm saying? I do. You understand? I believe so. So like the gifting should be representing the significance or meaning that this person has not just oh i wanted to make sure i got you something so i just got this right also i want to dive into uh, i'm I'm kind of switching gears here i want to dive into uh showing appreciation to a man with and i'm just gonna call it past traumas right Mm -hmm. so growing up men learn from early stage that they have to provide and give and be this source of strength in the family right Mm -hmm. like this this compass right they have to provide for this compass and there's a point for this family i mean but there's a point (laughs) where it becomes you know like birthdays or whatever become less about celebration and less about them as an individual and more of just like oh it's this day that happens right oh yeah happy birthday let's let's go out to eat or something and maybe you'll get some cake and then we're gonna move on to the next day right Mm -hmm. well uh these individuals who have gone through that and they don't receive gifts well Mm -hmm. right yeah So I told you all about the 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 thing with like me and Reggie with, with the, the socks with the with the black socks, right? Um, well, these individuals who have gone through things of that nature, where it 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 kind of you know their life or their them receiving has been dwindled, or they have they are they have perceived that their gifts that they've come their way have been dwindled down into things that celebrate them don't mean much you have to give to them in a different manner than you would somebody who is like willingly open to receiving these gifts of that nature or celebrating them you get what i'm saying i do does that make sense it does and just the conversation just made me think of and i feel bad saying this because this is the reality of it but hey i'm being transparent so i remember i think it was the first christmas that we were together and i remember i had got you i mean i was just so so pleased with my gift picking had like those two pairs of shoes and some other stuff i was like yeah this is so nice and i just feel like after that my gifts was just like real hit and miss (laughs) (laughs) real hit and miss and I mean, part of it just came down to like after marriage anyway, it was just like a budget situation. It's always a budget situation. And now not currently, you know, working myself. So now it's like when I want to get something for you, 
I have to figure out a different way to get money to actually be able to give you a gift that didn't come out of your own pocket. Or creative and being expressive. Mm-hmm. That's another way to give a gift that means something. Yeah. So it doesn't always have to be something of a financial cost. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I hear what you're saying. I just, when you're the person who is always given something very nice, something very special, something very significant, physically giving a gift and receiving a gift, it's like, man, I mean, I, I, I get it. It's ingrained in you all. That's what y'all do. But to be a recipient and and feel like on a regular basis you don't have anything to to come back and say here I I want to give you something too I want to give you something nice you know what I'm saying Yeah I get what you're saying but to me that this is how I interpret what you said mm-hmm. so that I heard that you want to f- this I'm gonna tell you what I hear you saying you mm-hmm. tell me if I'm right or wrong but I hear you saying that you want to give a gift. That is equally as nice as what you're receiving or you want to reciprocate what you've been given. It's not reciprocate what I've been given or even as equally as nice. It j- it's, it's sitting in this seat of I feel like I'm just constantly getting and I haven't really been able to give in the capacity that I want to. It's just kind of like, mm, well, I don't have nothing. So I just got to come up with something. That's how it feels. Right. But to me, that that doesn't say that you don't have the capacity to give a gift of meaningful value. That's to me, that says that you have a roadblock in your mind about your capabilities. Mm, Are you going to elaborate on that or? Well, because without, again, it's about showing like the gift is cool for anybody. The gift is cool, but it's about showing that person that they have meaning in your life. Mm-hmm. And there's no amount of money. Like, let's say tomorrow we wake up and we're both billionaires, mm-hmm. right? You could literally buy whatever you want to buy. Mm-hmm. Then what would you get? I would still get the stuff that I know you like, even though you could buy it yourself. But. What what I'm saying is like even though I could buy it myself, like it, the money no longer is an issue. It's still about even if it was monumental, like if even if we're talking yachts and Rolls Royce or whatever, it's still about showing, no matter what level it is, showing appreciation that that person means something, right? Mm-hmm. So like you talk about. Or not you talk about, but we've talked about in the past, uh, privileged children, mm-hmm. right? Growing up and they get whatever they want and then they get to their teenage years and it's like, well, yeah, my parents have X, Y, and Z amount of money and, but, and they just give me these gifts, but they're never here. Mm-hmm. They don't know the value or the meaning or the, the benefit behind those gifts. So what does that, what's that feeling behind the gifts and what ways can you be creative in doing or representing this thing, this feeling, what ways can you create this and show this or express this to that person? 
right? Yes. You understand? I do understand. I understand what you're saying. It's just when somebody does something nice for you or gives you something nice, it makes you want to do it. It's like paying it forward, you know? Right. If you were in the line and somebody paid for your coffee in front of you, you want to do something nice for somebody now. So you pay for the car that's behind you. And then the car behind you does the same thing for the car behind them. So it's just like you get this itch of I want to give something. It doesn't even have to be equal value. It doesn't have to be comparable anything. But it's just like when somebody gives me something, I immediately I want to do something for them. Mm-hmm. Something that's not what I usually already normally do. Because to me, that's just normal. Nothing is special or significant about that. I think that you should take some time to allow yourself to be creative. And I think that you shouldn't be so hard on yourself. Okay. I will take that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, take some time. Yeah. Because again, it's, it's not about, you know, giving gift for gift or matching match. Right, it's not. But if you give, if you just randomly walked up to me and gave me a hug, I am now in a great mood, and I'm probably gonna do something nice for somebody. Who knows? I might do something nice for you. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But now you've sparked something. Does that make sense? Right. Like when when they see me give give Aaliyah kisses. Oh, now they want to come over and they want to kiss Aaliyah. It's like that. Who? Who kissed Aaliyah? CJ and Tara. Kissy children. But it's like that. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't have to be comparable or monetarily the same value or anything like that. It's just, he just went out of his way to do something nice for me. And usually, like you used the example earlier, okay, like when you bought, brought me the Ben and Jerry's and you got the flavor I liked. That's like, oh, that's so nice. He thought about me. Right. But I be at the grocery store sometimes like, man, if we go over budget, I don't want it to be because of me. <laughs> so I'll be looking at stuff sometimes. I'll be like, nah, we ain't getting it this week, fam. Can't even do it. Yeah. But I mean, if, if you just go back to even that, I just went out of my way to do this. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, I think that you need to go back to be creative. Like, even as a stay-at-home mom, I think that you don't realize the resources that you have available to you. You're right. I don't. So you need to sit down to be creative enough to allow yourself to come to these conclusions, come out of your mind to do what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And if if anybody else is going through these same issues, again, the man wants to be appreciated. He wants to know that he has meaning where he's at. He wants to know why. What do you appreciate? What does it mean? You know, X, Y, and Z. Does is what he does what he do. I'm saying that weird. Does no, it, it what sense. he is what he is what he does? What he's doing does, does it do. matter? Does it matter? Does what he <laughs> you know, doesn't sound weird what you say? Yeah. You know, does it matter? What he's doing, does it matter? <laughs> That's how I'm gonna say it. Right? Mm-hmm. So show show that. You know, don't do the, oh, well, we'll just, you know, have this, that, and the third. We'll we'll go to, I don't know, where people are going, Texas Corral. Or, the Longhorn Steakhouse. Yeah. And if, if do that's where. Do they even have Texas Corral down here? 
I don't know. I don't think I've seen it. But him. if he wants to go to those places and take him to those places, talk to that man. I think talk a lot of people are man. just in the, the realm of, oh, I want to surprise him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't finish the thought about the giving the gifts to these people. So when you're dealing with somebody who doesn't uh, receive gifts well, or they've been in the past, they're like, well, I don't expect anything or I don't want anything. Uh, just know that if they've in the if they've suffered these kind of trauma points in their life where they kind of gave up hope on days like their birthday or days like Christmas or whatever. And all you hear is, well, I'm not really expecting to get anything. You might want to learn why maybe they don't want anything. And if they don't want anything, then cool, you know, run with it, believe what they're saying by all means. But if there's, if it turns out that there's like these points of trauma in their life where they felt insignificant on these days or that these days where they thought they would be celebrated turned out to be, you know, that it wasn't as big a deal as they thought it was. And it seems as though they downplay it all the time. Then that person needs to be seen and say, hey, I know that you didn't expect anything or I know that you don't you didn't want anything to be done but I just wanted to show you how much I appreciate you right mm-hmm. and it could be whatever but the fact that you see them during a time that was probably pretty vulnerable for them and they probably just want to get through it uh, which is why they might say that I don't really expect anything or they try to downplay that time or that day and they just want to get through it. If you show them that they're seen and then you show them that they're appreciated, even if it's something small, that in itself is how you would break through to giving the gift to that person. Even if it's just, hey, what do you want? I'll pay for it. You know, it's it's outside of, I don't know what you would say for somebody who isn't working. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like you could, that's, that would be one way to do it. Like, what do you want? What have you been trying to get? I'll pay for it. I just want to show you that I appreciate you. I realized that you had X, Y, and Z in the past. And that these days don't really seem or don't really feel like they're a big deal to you. I just want to show you that that is a big deal and that you should expect me on these days to show you gratitude. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And everybody's different. So, I mean, kind of just got to, and that goes back to the point you made earlier. You have to talk to yeah, people. Talk to that. And man. I know sometimes people are like, oh, I want to surprise so-and-so. Is it a surprise for them or is it for you? Right. So you have to think about that. And then if somebody says, you know, this is the way I want to celebrate, listen to them. Mm-hmm. That is what they want. Give them what they want. Mm-hmm. If they wanted something different, they would have told you unless you think they're a liar and you don't want to listen to them. Right. 